You're listening to the Platte River Bard. How's it going, everybody? This is Chris. This is Sherry. And we'll get to our this week's episode here in a second. We just had a couple of notes we wanted to get to up off the top of the show and get these to you guys. First, we wanted to apologize for being slightly late again. We were sick. Jerry was sick. Sherry was sick. Everyone was sick. Omaha was sick. So we all kind of went to our separate corners for a few weeks and 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 avoided each other. But one of the things that we wanted to say was a thank you to Jerry for rescheduling with us multiple times yes. because everything in the world was trying to prevent us from talking to him. Busy but uh, season. Yeah, it, it was a heck of a season. And uh, we are glad it is winding down. So we got to talk with him during the last week of Omaha Community Playhouse's uh, Christmas Carol this year, the longest week that we had this year, the Wednesday through Monday week. And uh, he was gracious enough to talk to us right there in his dressing room before one of the shows. And we had a really nice time. So thank you, Jerry, for holding with us. Yes, thank you. He's amazing. The other thing I wanted to mention was a couple of times during the interview, we talk about the caravan. And I wanted to make sure that we explained what it was really well first for people who don't know what it is. So I wanted to give Chris an opportunity to explain it because he's a lot more familiar with it than I am. So when we say caravan, what we mean is the Nebraska Theater Caravan. Now, the Nebraska Theater Caravan is the professional touring wing of the Omaha Community Playhouse. Since it since its inception in 1976, the national tour of the, of a Christmas Carol has performed in over 600 cities, 49 states, four Canadian provinces, and has been seen by over three million audience members. That's a few folks. They've been all over the place. Uh, now they do this once a year during the holidays, and there is a full cast that does it at the Playhouse, and then there is a full cast that is with the Nebraska Theater Caravan, and they go out and they tour all these cities, and they come back right before Christmas. This has been going on for quite a while now. And yeah. so that's what we mean when we say the caravan and Jerry was with them. And I will find their website link and link it below in the show notes. They do have a website. They also have a store where you can buy Christmas Carol uh, things either from the Playhouse or online. And you can also purchase the music, either the CD or you can download it digitally. So if you like the music from a Christmas Carol, yes, you can purchase it. There we go. The other thing I wanted to mention was during the interview, I kind of took us in a different direction. We were talking about Dickens. Yes. And Dickens has a relative that tours, I don't know, all over, I think, um, and does a one-man show of Dickens' works. Yeah. And it's his great-great-grandson. His name is Gerald Dickens. And I will find his go. website and link it below. I don't I don't know when his next show is or where it is or any of that, but I know that... Yeah, um, he does tour. That he does do that, yeah. Yeah. So I wanted to mention that as well. Uh, excellent, excellent. I imagine he probably does something similar to what Charles Dickens used to do with The Christmas Carol. Uh, so anyway, let's go ahead and get to it. We just had a couple of notes and a couple of things we wanted to clear up before we jump right into it. So let's jump right into it. Here is part two of our two-part podcast, A Tale of Two Scrooges. And this time we're talking with Jerry Lange and this is at the Omaha Community Playhouse's version of A Christmas Carol. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Platte River Bard. This is Chris Berger. And I'm Sherry Berger. And today we are talking with 
Jerry Lunge. Now, Jerry yeah. has played Scrooge in The Christmas Carol at the Omaha Community Playhouse for, for the long? last 14 years, <laughs> Jeez, my friend. Man. Yeah. Now, now, now during the rest of the year, I, I hear you're very busy with uh, the Bravo National Dance and Talent Competition, as well as numerous voice work in commercials. God, when do I sleep? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You've appeared in uh, several movies. Uh, uh, you have an extensive voiceover career uh, background, as well as audiobooks. Uh, did you know that in 2015, you won the Best Actor Award from the OEAA for your portrayal of Red in American Buffalo? Yep. That's that busy. Born. That's busy. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Go back. Wait, go, say, I, I got. I, I, 2015. I, I did. I did Red, and I played. I played Rothko in Red. I think that's what the award was for. Yes, you're, yeah, and for then, your portrayal of Red. I, I just got. If I got an award for American Buffalo, it was just for being alive at the end it of the run. It was being alive at the end of the run. That was it. I got a, just an award for that. Fantastic. That was a tough one, man. Was that, that was, a tough one? Oh. Yeah, I still have nightmares about that. <laughs> it's, it's you know, it's it, well, it's it's mammoth, which is basically the F right. word over and over again, only sure. different. And, and you and and it, instead of four of them, you needed only say three, and then the next sentence there's five of them, and and <laughs> and if you're trying to be true to the script, it's it, it'll drive you mad. Oh. So anyway, that that's wow. Uh, but anyway, Rothko was uh, Rothko time. was red. Yes, uh-huh. excellent. Uh, now he's also worked with notable actors. You may have heard of these people, Gary Sinise, Martin Landau, and the late, great Art Carney. Art Carney! How did that happen? <laughs> oh, geez. That's when I first came to town. And they did um, Boys, Miracle at Boys Town, a Boys Town story. Uh, the, I can't think of the name of the Is this the name of the movie oh, on there? Yeah, yes, yeah, yes, it is. Yes, it is. Miracle. It is a Miracle of the Heart. Miracle the of the Boys Heart. Boys Town story. Yeah. story. That's yeah. it, yes. Yeah, Art, that was one of those movies where Art Carney was in the movie, but I had nothing to do. I was like a policeman or something that okay. came in somewhere. Okay. But it's not like I had I actually had any physical contact with Art Carney. Uh, was it filmed here then, it. I take it? it was What's fil- that? It was filmed here in Omaha? I it was filmed it. here in Omaha. Yeah. yeah, all of the anything that well anything except for do you have Truman down on? Yeah, there? Truman. Do. Yeah, I have yeah. ever seen Truman when it first came out with, with Gary Sinise. With Gary Sinise, <laughs> yes. Uh, hi, I'm Gary. As you're just kind of a regular hi, I'm guy. Gary. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, geez, you are. You're Gary Sinise. Holy cow! <laughs> you seem like a normal human being. And 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 that, and that was down in Kansas City. I did that in Kansas okay, City. Okay, that Kansas City. Oh, um, of course. Absolutely, and uh, and then uh, now since we're on the, uh, the the whole working with famous people, Martin Landau. Oh man, that was in yeah. Lovely Still. What I a treat! Yeah, that was Nick Fackler. Is a young young man. Well, he's now he's a grown man now, of course. But mm-hmm. he was uh, he was a, a young filmmaker, and uh, here in Omaha, and had written this script, and he sent and when he wrote the script, he wrote it for Martin Landau. Okay. And then he sent it to Martin Landau. And Martin Landau loved it. And Martin Landau had him come out to California and work on the script with him. Wow. And then wound up getting backers here in Omaha. It's 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 Martin Landau and Ellen Burstyn. If you haven't seen it, it's really I, it. I was looking for it. I had a hard time and, finding it. And I don't want it. to yes. tell you because it's got a it's got a great ending. It's got a whole twist to it. So if you've okay. never seen it, I don't want to ruin that for you. Oh no, I'd love to. But Lovely my Martin Landau still. story is that I had a small part uh, as a grocery store manager, that Martin Landau, uh, an elderly, he was an, an elderly man that worked in the grocery store. Uh, it's a one scene, one little scene with Martin Landau, and he was the most gracious. Mm-hmm. 
would you like some pictures? He talked to me about being in the actor's studio. He said, wow. you know, we should re- we would rehearse. Let's rehearse our, let's go, let's go through our lines. Let's go through our lines. I was like, man. I love to hear the, those kinds of the stories. Big, the, the more, you know what? <laughs> it's the same with Gary Sinise. I'd had barely anything to do with Gary Sinise, but so gracious. You know, yeah. it's like. Just the, the better nicest. the better they are, the nicer. Yeah, they the better are because they've yeah. got nothing they, to prove. No, no, yeah. they got nothing to lose by being nice to you. You know, yeah. and so yeah. they would just get so Martin Lando. So I've got a I've got a picture of me and Martin with Martin Lando with his hand around my shoulder like we're old pals. And I'm just this, I'm just beaming, of course. Oh yeah, and he ah oh, he was great. Oh, that's and, awesome. and I had just started doing. Christmas Carol, and I happened to mention that I I had, I, had, I was playing Scrooge, and he turns around to the crew. He goes, "Hey, hey, everybody, we got Scrooge here. He's playing Scrooge, and we all gotta go see it. We gotta go see." It. And oh, oh my like, god, yeah. so neat. Yeah, he was nice. just a charming guy. I love to hear stories like that. Yeah, I like to hear good, the celebrities are nice guy. people. So yes, now, me too. Isn't it? Is it get kind of it, it, no. It yeah. is. It is nice. It, it is hope. nice. Yeah. Because it's like okay. Well, I like him as an actor. It would be terrible to find but out. He, man, that guy's he, a real that, jerk. What a jerk. <laughs> yeah. What yeah. a jerk, man. Yeah. <laughs> Watch him growing up. Now, the, now, did you set out to do all this? Did you set out to be an actor, a performer? Yeah, there was since, a part in my at, at, at early in my life. I think I made up. I thought I was praying to God, but I think I made a pact with the devil <laughs> because I remember I, you know, I said, I said, you know, all I want to do is make a living as an actor. If I could just make a living, yeah, yeah. If I could just make it, well, be careful what you wish for, mm-hmm. you know. And it's a good thing because actually I have no other marketable skill. It's, you know, it's not <laughs> I, like I well, I could have been a, a rocket scientist. No, I, I couldn't do that. I'm not, I'm not, and you know, I don't type. You know, so it's like <laughs> I have no other marketable skill. I'm glad it worked out this way, but I did say those exact words. Mm-hmm. Please just let me make a living as an actor. So I have not a really great living, but a living. You know, uh, fair enough. I've been a you know, I've got I've been the guy in the bear suit at the at the mall. You know, I've been uh, you know, I've. Yeah, <laughs> done parties for people dressed up as W.C. Fields, you know. I, that's, but it was always, is always something. It's know? always, yeah, that's yeah. great. Now, uh, well, always speaking of always something, um, I, we, I was actually surprised when I was going around to look and see what you have done that you've done quite a bit of like a cartoons and stuff like that. Oh, yes, we, we stalked you online. We totally it's, online it's, stalked I, you. It's, it's, you're telling me stuff that I didn't even know I did, <laughs> which is which is great. It's like, geez, I, I look much better on paper than I am in actual life. Oh, the cartoons were... It came quite, a bit, ab- quite a bit it of came, Archie, yeah. It came about mm-hmm. because... Um, it came about through Warren Buffett and Susie Buffett, oh. who were... Uh, uh, very uh, Susie Buffett was very uh, active in the Rose in the Children's Theater. Okay? Oh yes, and somehow or other, Berkshire Hathaway had acquired DIC Productions, Deke, which yes. did a bunch, which did all those cartoons yeah, that, you, okay. that you see on there. Yes, and those guys were doing all of their stuff up in Canada. All their voice work was going to Canada. Okay. And Susie Buffett said, well, we've got the children's theater here with fine actors. Why don't we bring some of that in? So that's why they came here. And I wasn't involved with the children's theater, but the lady who was was my agent here in town, a lovely oh, okay. woman named Pam Carter. And uh, Pammy got me involved with them. And so I wound up doing that whole stream 
of stuff of what was it street sharks and the archies mm-hmm. and archies weird, archies weird mysteries not yes. the archies no no archies the weird, weird mysteries, mysteries. It's like 40 which, episodes of that mm-hmm. thing yeah i was in uh, just i was i wasn't wasn't anybody i think i was moose i think i played moose you was my moose? reoccurring yes. character yes but and then we did street sharks and then we did um it's strawberry uh, shortcake, oh, dino strawberry squad. Strawberry shortcake, dino squad. Yes, and 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 uh, and uh, oh, strawberry shortcake. I, I was actually in the movie. They, yes. they did a strawberry shortcake movie where I was the villain. Yes, the villainous character. I don't yes. recall what he is. But the the but then I did a whole bunch of episodes of Horseland and Horseland. Yeah, I saw that. That's. Where that I was... played Shep, the uh, the uh, border collie, <laughs> who strangely enough talked just like Sean Sean uh, Connery. Yeah. <laughs> what a coincidence! And, and that was, and they said we want him to sound like Sean Connery. I says, well, I don't do impressions. I don't, I don't, I just don't. <laughs> yeah. And besides that, should be. So I was like, I thought he should have a you know a brogue, you know. And they went, no, it's no. And so I was just fooling around. I said, well, I could. Yeah, that's what we want. And we went back and recut all the episodes that I'd already done with with the Sean Connery impression. Wow. (laughs) Well, they must have thought it was really good. They they liked it. And and I still, I'll have... I'll have kids. You, you get to that thing about the dance competition that I do during the year. Yes. Yes. That I'll have parents of the children that are in there going, oh, yeah, we still watch Horseland. We love you. Oh. My goodness. How about that? That's great. <laughs> that they recognize that. That they even recognize yeah. you. Yeah. Because that was two years that you did that. Yep. Yep. So those were, those were great days. That Those guys were in town for, for quite a while, and then they sold... Deke sold to some other animation Yeah, I company, forget who ended up with Deke. And yeah. that was the end of that. And then, oh, We haven't seen him man. since. What a bummer. <laughs> but it was a great time. That's so neat. So yeah. did you set out to do voiceovers? It just kind of happened. It, it kind of happened as something to do in between acting jobs. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. That uh, I, was, I, was, I was here. I came here to Omaha to be in the Nebraska, in the Nebraska theater caravan. I came from Northwest Florida. I was in Pennsylvania. I graduated. Florida. I graduated college in, at the University of North, the University of West Florida in Pensacola. In Pensacola okay, yeah. Pensacola. It's big in the news these days. Yeah, yes. I'm glad I don't live there yeah, anymore. Yes, exactly. Uh, and. Uh, and that was your your bachelor of fine arts. That was and, the bachelor, yeah, yeah, which took me forever to do. I, it took me six years to get oh. my bachelor's. Yeah, yeah it takes <laughs> a while. Well, hey. uh, you know, well, back and forth, and I'd quit, and I'd come back, and I quit. And this is a theater major, you know. I mean, you're yeah. supposed to be able to do that. They said, "Well, sure. aren't you get your grad, you get your graduate degree." I went, "I just barely made it out alive yeah, with it this. Took me six I, years for the I'm first just going to go work at the dinner theater now, thank you." <laughs> yeah, and that's pretty pretty much what I did. Anyway, so I got I. I accidentally got the job here in Omaha. I was traveling with a, a pal of mine who was doing a one-man Edgar Allan Poe show and a um, Mark Twain show. Oh, neat. And yeah. so we were traveling the country. I was r- putting his lights up for him and, and running his sound. And uh, Michael Malden wound up coming here to audition for Scrooge. Oh. For one of the tours. This is back in the day when we were doing three tours Through, plus the yeah, main stage. Several tours, yeah. And uh, so Michael audition was auditioning for Scrooge. And he said, well, Jerry, you might as well audition while you're in. You know, and I'm like, I, nah, man, I'm not doing acting anymore. I'm just, I'm going to end. So I auditioned and I wound up getting cast here. And I just dropped everything. And I said, I'm, I'm leaving and I'm moving to Omaha. Where? Why are you moving? I got a job in Omaha and I'm going to go there. Coming here thinking... 
do a year at the caravan and then I'll move on to, I don't know, it's, isn't that near, it's yeah. like near Kansas City or Minneapolis, maybe I could go one of those places. Yeah, right in between, sure. Well, anyway, so 1980, I moved here in 1980, I've been trying to leave ever since. <laughs> You've been trapped I'd go on. back, I'd, come, I'd moved, I've moved to New York, I came back, I moved to Kansas City, I came back, back. I moved to Minneapolis, I came back, didn't move to Chicago, I don't know how I missed that. I missed Chicago. <laughs> I missed right. Chicago, but I've always come back because I always had work here. Yeah, I always had I always had voiceover work here, mm-hmm. and then this was back in the day of the Firehouse Dinner Theater, which was yep. huge downtown. Yep. Yes, and and Dick Mueller, God bless him, just kept me employed all the time. I just went from show to show to show to show. Very wasn't nice. lead roles or anything like that, but I was constantly in a show yes. and also doing the Firehouse Brigade, which is like the little song and dance routine. Uh, yeah, you're singing waiters. Yes, yeah. who would uh, who would get, so I got I got to get paid to do the show plus tips plus an hourly wage for you know running it was great yeah. for, for a man with no overhead no family no nothing mm-hmm. they had something that was big like dollars that. man oh, it was like it, it was similar. cash in hand too. oh yeah so um yeah i just always had something going here in omaha so i always came back well, we're glad you did. I'm sure glad I did too. So I've been, you know, so it's I've been here. And I've got I don't know how many shows later. And I got two kids, and you know, a, a regular. See, I made a living. I, yeah, I got a, yeah, a yes, living doing theater. How about that? That's uh, great. That's encouraging. It is for a lot of people who are trying to do that. So. It's, it's it can be done. Yeah, but you got to be willing to do anything. <laughs> yeah. That is very true. That is very true. Uh, well, and, and starting off in the caravan, what were you doing in the caravan? Were, were, My first year, Chris, I was playing your role. This year, <laughs> this year, I don't know if you've talked about this on your show, but um, uh, just a bit. That yeah. Right now, you're playing. I met Chris doing Bob Cratchit. He came in and played Bob Cratchit yes. for, for two years, three years, three, three. three years, yes. and then this year, because we trade things around a lot. Chris is now playing Christmas Present and and the toy maker, yes. Mr. Bascom. Mr. Bascom. And yes. that's what I did my very first year. You were present? Okay, excellent. I was, I was present, and, 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 and I, let's see, what did I do that first year? We did Hans Christian Andersen's storybook for the children's show. We did Romeo and Juliet. So I, I was, I know I, I graduated to be Mercutio uh, okay. in, in that. By the by, the end of the run, and then I was doing the other thing, and then there was also um, uh, a, a musical called Gold Dust, which was uh, the was mm-hmm. Moliere's The Miser set in in the old oh. west. Uh, oh, the, oh, okay, yeah, all right, and that's what we do because the caravan would do three shows. They'd do a kids show, a classic. And then a, a just a, a an entertainment, a musical kind of a thing. Okay. And so you did three shows in rep, and you traveled around all of outstate Nebraska in two vans and a truck, and played some of the finest cafeteriums in, in all of in all of Nebraska. I've been to some of the finest cafeterias. You know, you can you're, you're in the middle of, of doing a monologue in Shakespeare, and you can smell the cornbread from the uh, from the back, and you hear the pots and pans rattling. And, oh, it's good and stuff. And there's an entire sea of little faces looking up at you, wishing that they were so glad they weren't in class. You know, it's like they were just happy to be anywhere but class. And, and that's what I did for three or four years with the caravan then i would do stuff and then i graduated the firehouse and that's when i started doing the voice work mm-hmm. and then years and years i started working i did i did uh i did uh the dresser at the blue barn yeah mm-hmm. and 
Carl Beck, who was the artistic director here at that time, nice. who I knew from Caravan. It was my first year. He oh, okay. came in and was directing stuff. Oh, okay. And uh, so I'd known Carl for years and years and years. And Charles had left, and Carl was now the artistic director. He took me out to lunch one day and said that Mr. Boyd, Mr. Dick Boyd, who did this role for 30 years, yes. Scrooge, is retiring. Uh, would you like to do it? <laughs> so, so you didn't go looking for it. It just, Carl just came to you. Would you like to, well, yeah. <laughs> uh, sure. Sure thing. And so, and, and, and so I've, been, I've been doing it doing it 14 years now. This is the wow. 14th yeah. season for you as Scrooge. And now, so many people I see want to take pictures with you after the show. And like you've really. I've got to be on so many Christmas cards. Yeah. <laughs> oh yes, I didn't even think about I, that. I, I, yeah. My my puss has got to be on every, just plastered all Thousands. over the place. Who is that guy? <laughs> yeah. You see him everywhere, and it's so neat. Yeah, it is, and that's 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 the whole picture thing after the show. That's my that's the third. I call it the third act. Yes, mm-hmm. it's a short act. It's, it's, it's a short only act, twenty but, minutes, twenty yeah. minutes, twenty five. No, minutes. but it's good though. But it's a good act. Yeah. No, I like it. No, a lot of people like to get pictures afterwards with Scrooge, and mm-hmm. uh, and uh, they like to come up and talk to you and tell you how you, how they have enjoyed. And tell it. you how how we've been going to this show yes. for twenty five yeah. years. Yes, mm-hmm. we saw you when you were the new guy. Yes. Yeah. So some of the older guys still call me the new guy. So, oh, you're the, the guy. new guy. You're the new guy. <laughs> yeah, guy. I guess so. Yeah, yeah I would yeah. still be in the new guy. That's all right. Yeah, you become part of people's holiday tradition. Isn't that weird. Yeah. And, and and yeah. It, 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 That's it what is Carl said to me. He says, "You know, it's going to be. You're gonna, it's kind of like that. The, the, the Scrooge character that Dick Boyd was kind of an icon. Mm-hmm. Yes, he was. And 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 I look around and I said, Wow, geez, when did that happen? How, how could that possibly be? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. You think, well, and 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 we notice this in in uh, down in Kansas City too. It's it's got it. I mean, it, it's certainly the person they put in the role." Um, because we've seen people come and go in, yeah. in both places. It's certainly the person they put in it, but I, even though the versions are different, it's got to be, is it? Is it the character? Is it? Is it? Is it, is it, is it, is it just all about Scrooge? It, you mean, is the show all about you, Scrooge? You no, know, I mean, it, well, yeah, is the I whole thing a, ultimately? I think that it's Scrooge is like a, it's, it, it's, a, it's a symbol of how, okay. how nastiness can turn into goodness with with the right guidance mm-hmm. okay that's in and and uh yeah geez that's a good question that's deep i don't know well, <laughs> i mean yeah just the, the same place i mean it, it's it's beloved and 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 of course they've they've had excellent actors in the roles and that's fine and there's there's you know you guys do other stuff throughout the year and and nothing else is just Catches on like this show, and this, nothing else catches. On. You know what? And, and that's th- a testament. To, that's got to be a testament to Dickens. Well, Dickens, right? yes, yeah. I, I was mean, just reading something today about about that, about how how the how that how it came about, and it was the most dire of circumstances that that Dickens was on the. Uh, he had he was like the Stephen King of his day, mm-hmm. and he had bottomed out. He was bankrupt. He he had and. And nobody would buy. He, so so he sat down in a month's time and wrote Christmas Carol, out of desperation. I got to yes. sell something here. I'm going to sell something at Christmas time, and maybe a Christmas story would would work out. And nobody would publish it. 
He published it himself. He found his own he guys. Had to, he had to do the whole that. thing, and then it caught on. And and you know yeah. who's laughing now? Yeah. Uh, well, didn't he? He toured. He and for, then he toured. Yeah. his like an abridged version of it. I think that was one of those deals where nobody was more surprised at the success of Christmas Carol than Charles Dickens. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, good God, I just stumbled onto this mm-hmm. thing, and he's basically responsible for all of the things that we consider to be Christmassy. Yes. Yeah. The all, snow on a tree and the whole, that's all, that's all stuff he glommed from other cultures and put them all together. And yeah. because I, in the article that I read, it said at the time that he, at the time that he wrote Christmas Carol, Christmas wasn't that big a deal. No, it really wasn't. It wasn't this big thing that, that even he made it out to be. That, no, it wasn't. He made the, he made all that up. Yeah. And then used it also as a platform for his whole, you know, call for social injustice. and, and Which, which and, he did and, quite and, a bit. Right. Yes. Mm. Which he would always, and, and, and the exploitation and, and treatment of children. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's, he just put the whole thing together in, his, in, a, in a couple of minutes. And then... With this character that has this yeah. sort of redemption arc, goes from this the right. world's Red, worst human to the to world's best human. To being a nice guy. Yeah. yeah. I always well, find it funny in A Christmas Carol that there are so many nice characters, and then there's Scrooge. So really, if you think about the people that you know, I can think of, you know, it's not just usually just one person that's not very nice. Right, it's right. It's, a it's lot a more. Long, there's yeah. a whole group of but them. But Scrooge gets to be like the ultimate. He is the worst. Yeah, everybody, it's true. Everybody, everybody else, else in the show is nice. Yeah. yeah. Everybody else in the book is okay. Well, even the Delbert Crow and the Ragpacker, I mean, they're, they're just trying to survive. They're, they're, they're I mean, you know, they're. Yeah. Right, and poor right. people. They're, I mean, they're, 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 they're just trying to make a yeah, they, make they, a living. They, yeah, Why wasn't he more charitable them. in his lifetime if he didn't want to wind up like this? Exactly. He, he's getting exactly what he had coming to him, and nobody cares. So <laughs> it's true. Let's take it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah really he's, interesting. He's, he's, a, he's surrounded by nice people. And even recently, you did you did a Christmas. Um, it was like a one man show. You did a Christmas Carol at the Jocelyn Castle a few years oh, ago. Oh no! What I, that was that was there was a guy who came in and did a one man show oh. at Christmas Carol, and then I went up and we did a question and answer thing with the audience okay. about the difference between the two of us and oh, what we neat. were doing. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's yeah, really that neat. guy was. I, once again, I don't know who he was, but he was really good. I remember <laughs> he that very about good him. At it. He was okay. really good, and he did it all with just like minimal props. I mean, you could do this. He could have taken this into your living room and done it. Yeah, and it would have been great. Oh, neat. which I'm sure is kind of like what Dickens would do. Yeah, isn't his his an heir of Dickens is runs around the country and does yeah. a Christmas yeah. Carol reading because yeah. the first recorded sound was like a year or two after he died I think it was like 1870s somewhere mm. so he died before they were actually right even starting to before. record sounds so there's nothing recorded I mean just missed it so yeah so we don't have any idea of what he was actually like. Mm-hmm. He would actually sound like, yeah. No, that's something that we had been talking about a few weeks ago, so I've been researching that one. Yes, he just, just missed the recording. <laughs> just, just missed just it. Missed <laughs> it. Yeah, darn it. That may have been something that got recorded. Well, now that's added to his mystique now. So. That's true. Everybody talked about how eloquent he was, though. So I'm sure, and, and a dandy. That was the other thing that I that yes. I got uh, read about. He was like, he was a dandy, and. <laughs> Very unpopular in America 
because he came to America and it's was, it was just like he was appalled by these rubes. Mm-hmm. We were, it was uh, like we were ill-mannered, oh, unwashed. Sure. We were just, <laughs> he was like, oh, please, don't get me near one of them. Like, very Scrooge-like, actually. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, yeah, he was, so he didn't have a big fan club here. That's hysterical. Yeah, isn't it? He certainly so does you now. Just come into yeah, come into town and belittle everyone that's there. Yes. Yeah. Well, speaking of traveling around, um, you do the uh, you work with the Bravo, Bravo National Dance and Talent National Competition. Competition. You're one of the yeah, now. Are you the the main MC or there's, one of there the are main? two of us? Okay, and I am. There's a fellow named Rob Baker who does. Does a major amount of the tours, and we pretty much split it because we go to okay. every weekend. They go out. There are three separate Bravo tours that go out every weekend. Wow! And each one of them sees probably no no fewer than five hundred entries a weekend. So it goes. We'll leave on a Thursday, and then we'll do the thing. We'll go in into a place on a. It'll go Friday afternoon, late into the night. Saturday, usually from 7 a.m. to 11 p.m. Wow. And Sunday, the same. Same, yeah. And then they'll break, and then the, and then the, the crew breaks everything down, packs it back in the truck. We climb into planes at three in the morning. The truck drives to the next place, and we just do it over and over again. Thank goodness it only, it only goes for three months, so you wow. can, you can do it. Yeah. But, Traveling it's grueling. Show. It's traveling show. It's a traveling yeah. show. I mean, how yeah. many states do you end up doing in three months? How many? God, and it's, it's, got, it's <laughs> got the well. There's three, three states, thirteen weeks. Yeah, that's how many. Yeah, that's how many towns we wow. we play in. Holy cow! And and the, the, their whole idea is what the, what they do is that. And you know what? The, and we're not the only game in town. Bravo's got. There, there are tons of other dance, dance competitions. It's a whole world that I didn't even know existed. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, unless you know. But about I guess it. it's it's just like any it's just like any of the sports competitions. That, yeah, see, I don't know, but there's those are constantly and going so on. All of yeah. these kids, they they all belong to different, uh, you know, dance studios. Sure, and all the studios over the enter X amount of kids, and so it's. Uh, Fee, 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 fee. And so I guess a lot of money changes hands over the weekend. Mm. And, and we see a lot of giant... incredibly talented little kids. We, yeah. Anywhere from, we go from petites to seniors, right? So I'm seeing kids that are four years old. Yeah. That their parents yeah. have, really have dressed them up in a little tutu and and got them up at seven at six o'clock in the morning and <laughs> yes. said, Go on, honey, go on out there. And they stand there and they, they just went on cute right there. I said, yes. And so what they do is that they'll come out and they'll do their routine and they get judged by by three uh, by three dancing dancers. There uh, I mean they're okay. people with dance backgrounds, either studio owners or professional dancers. And and then they and then each one of the kids, as part of what they what they get is a is a uh, video of their performance and okay. they're critiqued by the three judges. Okay. And then at the end of each section, there are three sections per each day. There's an award ceremony, so everybody gets gets medallions and trophies and ribbons and okay. and handshakes and love and encouragement. Sure. And. and and we and that's what we do every weekend. And wow. basically, what I do is I try to pronounce their name correctly, play the right music for them, <laughs> and 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 stop the show if anything's going terribly wrong. Right. I, I have learned there are 
There are with I give clever parent awards to people that have named their children completely uh, unrecognizable names. <laughs> it's like, well, and here's little. LMNOP? 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 So I'll say, you know, if you've, got, if you've got a child whose name is spelled B-O-B, but it's pronounced luxury yacht, you need to tell me. Yeah, you, yeah, I, I, because I, I has no clue. Yeah, you gotta give it, me And a you note. can't act like I was supposed to know. Right. No, exactly. No. Yes. Because you did this on purpose. <laughs> right. You did this on purpose. And your child is going to have this because of you for the rest of their lives. <laughs> exactly. All right, Bob. That's not Bob. It's Luxury Yacht, you idiot. Or as soon as they can save up $300 We're to get change it changed. their name. Exactly. <laughs> That'll be happening when that's, somebody's 18. That's yeah. <laughs> so that's my life, kids. Fun. Is that your life? That's it, man. Does your family ever travel with you when you're traveling? or No. Nope. No, not at all. It's it because, uh, you know, Gray, my son, uh, did Christmas Carol two years and uh, with with us and you know it's just so much of a time commitment i always think of that especially for our kids Mm-hmm. That it starts off being a really good time. Oh, this is fun. Oh, blah blah blah. blah. And then later on, is we're, we're still trying to do school. Oh, and yeah. We got Christmas parties, and we got this, and we got well, that, and we got. A, and then, of course, and and then we all are breathing the same air and the same small space. So there's a lot of colds and yes. flu, mm. and it, it, it's a tough. It's a tough thing. Mm-hmm. It's a tough thing, especially for the kids. It is well, yeah. and they're in it. I suppose that it's no I mean, picnic it's, for the adults either. Well, it's, no, uh, but uh, you know, I mean, it's uh, it is. I guess part of your tradition now has been for fourteen years. Yeah, uh, just it's, being up here for thirty ish performances. Yeah, I guess we, it's we, be, we hover we do, around well, how thirty. Many do we do 30, 35, 30, 30, something like depending that, depending on the year. Yeah, yeah, but th- thirty or so. You know what's really cool about this, and that's uh, uh, is is the fact that. I got a show now that I don't have to work as far as remembering the lines. Remembering lines as I have gotten older becomes more and more difficult. It's more challenging. It becomes more challenging. And it's so nice to have a show that you already... You know, I've had people say, well, doesn't it get kind of boring? I mean, you're just doing the same thing. Yeah, and that is always a question. Yeah, you're doing the same thing, isn't it? Yeah. And if... It gets different. It becomes different every... Every year, I mean, what a what a treat yeah. that would be. I was thinking, if you were doing, it, like, for instance, an acting class, you'd spend a week memorizing a scene, and then you present it to the class, and you get critiqued, and that's the end of it. Right. What if you got to do that same scene over and over and over, and you can work on it and work on it, and you've got a director that works on it and works on it with you, and you and you find a new stuff, and now you're not worried about the mechanics of it anymore no that's that's second it, nature it's now. just as easy as you and i talking to each other right now yes there's no there's no what am i going to say next it's no it's none mm-hmm. of that it's it's all just in there and now let's let's see, let's see what you learned about acting over your over your lifetime you know and and it is and it is it fun. is a lot of fun mm-hmm. to i have found that if i will I'll never look at the. I never look at the. They do a video. Have they done a video of us this year? I, I haven't even heard. About I it. haven't heard yet. Well, anyway, there's they're a, trying there's to wait until everyone a DVD is actually uh, here. It'll yeah. be the final performance. Yeah. Everyone will show up. Yes, and uh, if you see how it started out and what it's come to now, 
it's it's like it's like different things because at the first you're feeling it out you're trying really hard and you're just trying to remember what do i do next yes and how, where is how am i going to do that and now none of that's there it's All just you're just working are. on the performance you're just yes. working on the character mm-hmm. and that has been the biggest gift and the nicest treat that's i always thank carl everything this is one of the nicest things that anyone ever gave me Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. to get to do, I get to do this, yeah. you know, yes, and it's not, work yes. on it every single year. So if you look at it, I always think about if you watch and the, your scene watch the early, change and yes, in the scene partner change and you work off of what they give you. And, it's like, and now you're completely doing that. You don't have to go. Uh, you know what? We, this is how we usually do it. Yeah. No, this it's is just you saying uh-uh. whatever they bring, they whatever bring whatever they bring. And that changes what you do. Yeah. And that's a kick. That's a lot of fun to do. Yeah. Uh, if you, I always look at at, at at Leonard Nimoy when he started off doing Spock. Yes. And how he wound up by the by the end of the, it's end night of the run. And day. In just in just what did they run? Two years. Yeah. It, two it, it's three seasons. A, yeah. But in that many episodes, it it started off so grossly i don't know it was he, just it was just clunky he, his, oh, his he first spot yelled was all of his yeah. lines and, and yeah. then by the end of it it was so refined and so uh restrained yes. uh, and and i would like to think that that's where scrooge is going <laughs> so my goal is at the end of 30 years i'll barely move I will just barely even <laughs> move, and people go so understated. <laughs> like, no, well, you. I'm glad you take it that way, but I'm just tired. <laughs> I'm just really, really tired. <laughs> it's just subtle, really subtle. Yeah, he's barely breathing. That's, yes, it's, that's too subtle. But hopefully, I won't get to that point. But anyway, my point is, it's nice to be able to work on this as much as I've been able to. It is a neat experience. And I've never had that opportunity before. Yes. Mm-hmm. No, Ever. it's it's a Because usually it's at, the end of a, at the re- end of a run of any show, we're all going, oh, I'm just getting this now. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. how you feel. Yeah, you're like, boy, because, we just were right, really getting it. We're just it finally mm-hmm. starting to get it. And that's because we don't, you know, we don't pre... I did, I did uh, a show in, in, in Cleveland uh, over the Christmas season, and we rehearsed that thing for two months. It was a two-month rehearsal period, including wow. preview, preview, pre- preview in front of an audience. So when that first show, when it, like, opened... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, we're really, we've been doing the show. Yeah. We've been doing this show for a month now. Yeah. That's great if people can do that. If I you think. can do that. Yeah. Oh, kinda, yeah. You know, you need some deep pockets in order mm-hmm. to be able to do that. Yes. But, but so that was probably the most, usually you're not that, by opening night, I love watching opening nights because it's all nerves. You know, I like sure. watching other actors go through that horrible. Oh, it's d- very yes. entertaining. For yeah, me. Uh, okay, okay. Because I'm going, geez, then they're just running on adrenaline. They, <laughs> That's uh, right. Adrenaline. They don't even know what they're saying. This Nobody is great. Nobody there is slept. Yeah, That's and right. somebody's going to explode in a minute. This is gonna be, I can't wait for that to happen. Uh, uh, but so I don't have that. I did when I started out, man. I was yeah. I was, was, I was talking with Steve. Steve was uh, is my is my Cratchit this year. Yeah, yeah. And he was the original Cratchit when I when I started doing he was it. Your he first started Bob. doing it. Yeah. And we were talking the other night about. Could you remember what it was like when we didn't know how this went? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's all we're trying to do now. Is I'm just trying to figure out what where does this scene go? Yeah. What what yeah. do I. You know, what, what, and so that's kind of exciting, but it is exciting. you know what? I don't need that kind of excitement on a 
constant on, level. On, on, I was on just a daily I'm, I'm basis. glad it's kind of evened out now. Fair mm-hmm. enough. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. So when do you have to start traveling again? Do you get a little bit of time after yes, Christmas? Yes, I take Carol? January off and I start at the beginning of February. Okay. February, and March, April, you're February, March, April, May. May. Okay. It goes into May. Oh, and wow. uh and and this year my 26-year-old daughter uh, as opposed to my 12-year-old son, do right. the math. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Emily is getting married in February. Oh, oh wow! Congratulations. And, and thank you. And, and so I will be taking a week off, a weekend off from Bravo. The, the weekend of, of Valentine's Day, I will be not be traveling. Excellent. Great. Congratulations. Well, thank you. That will be fantastic. <laughs> See, and there's another. That's, that's uh, so. I've got. I was telling you, I got uh, kids and family and cars and like a like a person or something. I know you're like a real like a real human. You're like a real working actor. How about that? You did it. Who f- go figure. That's really encouraging for people who want to do that. There's so many that. Yeah, it can do be it. done. It can it be can done. Be Persistence done. is the key. And lack of options. <laughs> and lack of options <laughs> creates, creates a... Right. It clears the mind. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, lack yes. of options clears the <laughs> exactly. mind. Exactly. It gives you a single-minded focus there. i got there. nothing else to do. That's right. How hey. exciting. You've been able to do some films, and that's just exciting to be able to yeah. do a little bit of everything. It's been very... I've been very fortunate. I've been very, very fortunate. Uh, I, of, of all the stuff, I like the voice work the best. Because you don't really have, you don't gotta, you don't gotta get dressed up. You just, you can go walking in your pajamas. Sure. You know, it's a lot more freedom it's, it's just as far like as what you can play peasy. and what you can do. Right, right. Because you're not limited by your physical. No, you're not. Look, you, you can just, hey, can, can you do the voice? Yeah. You okay. Betcha. And then you know what? I, I guess I'd like to be able to, you know, start running that out of my house. That would be. Not even yeah. have to go to a, then you don't even have to go to a studio. It can be done. The, I know that it can. It can there be are done. T- tons of guys yeah, that are doing that, man. I said, yeah, show me how that's done. I'd like to try that. Mm-hmm. Well, we were certainly fortunate to have you come and talk to us well, today. And thank I you can certainly much. say uh, that the Playhouse is fortunate to have you as Scrooge for the 14th season 14 you've yeah. been my scrooge for four seasons that's right well and we're just getting started man we're just getting started we've been having a great <laughs> you'll time you'll be you'll be taking over well i don't know about that yeah. but I, I think they're gonna have to drag you yeah. out of here kicking and screaming uh, so I, that's people say are you gonna do this next year i'm saying i'm gonna do this until they tell me not to come in until i lock the doors on me and <laughs> say we've decided to go in a new direction <laughs> <laughs> those are the words you don't want to hear yes <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Well, thank you very much. You're Jerry. welcome. Yes, what a, thank, thank you. you guys. What a treat. Yes. You bet. Excellent. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. And and <laughs> bah, bah, bah. That's ah, right. There it is. <laughs> thank you for listening and supporting the arts in the Platte River area and beyond. Please subscribe to our podcast so you are sure to catch all of our future episodes and join us on social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Music for this podcast was used with permission by Screaming Skull Productions. See you next time on the Platte River Bard. <laughs>